because the world will determine it for you. What's up, you with your girl, Marche the Dreamer? Welcome to my podcast. We are on episode one. Episode one, which we will be discussing the purpose of your single season. And I know everyone is excited. You're ready to get started, but let's calm down a little bit. And before we get started, let me ask you, well, let me say this. Ask yourself, why did you tap into this podcast? Why did you tap into Marche the Dreamer podcast? Because of the title? And if so, if it's because of the title, which is what the purpose of your single season, I just want you guys to clap for yourself. And I want you to pat yourself on the back because if you tapped on this podcast because it said the purpose of your single season and you are wondering why you're in this season, you are headed into the right direction. This means that you are trying to seek the truth. You're trying to find out why you're in this season. Why, what's the purpose, you know, why God has you here. And that is a great step to success. That goes to show that you want better for yourself. You want to pursue something that's better and greater within yourself because you want to understand why you're in this season. So I just wanted to put that out there because people who seek wisdom and seek God, is always going to be blessed because when you seek God, he always gives you the guidance that you're looking for. So let's get started. So we are on episode one, which is discussing the purpose of the single season, like I said already earlier. Um, but um, there was a Bible verse that I was reading um, and it hit home and it hit exactly what we were going to be discussing today. So let me go ahead and read that. So it is 1 Corinthians 7, 32, 34. I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. His interests are divided. Okay, so that is one of the main reasons why God has you in your single season right now. Because he just said it in his own word that... The benefits of being single is that you're able to devote and to please God in every area of your life when you are alone. Your interest is not divided. Your attention is not divided, okay? So you can please God in a selfish way because all of your intentions and your heart and your mind and your soul is all towards God, right? And so... He also says in his word, in the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and spirit. So now we're talking about the woman now. So an unmarried woman can be devoted to the Lord, right? And holy in body and spirit. So I don't know what you got from that message, but what I got from that last part of holy in body and spirit is that. When you are alone, you can be as pure as possible with God because you don't have another partner. Like, okay, so say if you're married, right? People think just because you're married, you know, all your issues go away. I, okay, I, I, I conquered all of my sins. I'm married. No, uh, marriage is just a reflection of who you really are. So when you get in marriage, what you battled in your single season is going to intense in your marriage season, right? 
So when you're married, say you haven't overcame all those traumas, childhood um, abuse or any of that, or even those insecurities that you battle with, um, you covered it up with that partner that you had. So then when you get married or in a relationship, the relationship is crumbling because there's a lot of things that you or your partner has not dealt with on the internal side in your single season. And so when you are laying down with your spouse, even though you guys are a union, whatever they are battling with, you are battling with too, because you guys exchange spirits in your marriage bed. Okay. So that's why he said that a, a single person can be holy in body and in spirit because you don't in, intertwine in with another human being who's fleshly battling with something else. You are able to um, stay as, I won't say pure. Well, you know, you could say pure, but, you know, stay as pure as possible. But, you know, we're all sinful people. So you could stay as pure as possible, just like we try to strive for perfection, but we're not perfect. So you make mistakes. You're all right. Get back up and keep pushing. Um, and so also the last part of that says, but a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibilities and how to please her husband. So when you are married, you have a lot of responsibilities to deal with. And sometimes God puts gets put back on the back burner, which he's always supposed to be the first and your last in your life. Like he's a priority over everything. So we can get lost when we're in this marriage, when we're in this relationship, we can get lost and lose sight of where God is trying to take us and what he's trying to do in our life. And don't get me wrong, married, when you're married, that's a beautiful season. That's a blessing too. Being married is a blessing. You know, it says in his word, when two or more come together, okay? He said, when a man finds his wife, the, the husband finds favor over his life. There are so much great things that God honors in marriage, but also God honors and blesses his singles too. And so we are so afraid to be alone and we think that there's something wrong with being single, but all alone being single is a blessing. And actually God prefers you to be alone because he can have more time with you and deal with you and take you where he's trying to um, take you in your destination of life. Right. But he knows that we all have different desires and he knows that we all have different um, destinies that we were called to do on this earth. And so God said, even in his beginning of his word, that Man should not live alone. And that's when he created Adam and Eve. And he, ne he knew that Adam would need a partner. And so marriage is a partnership. And so if you have a mindset that you want marriage because you're lonely or that person makes you feel better or you like going on dates and the ideal of a relationship or a person just texting you saying they miss you, that's, you know, fun. And that's what comes with a relationship. But that should be your main focus of a relationship. The main focus of marriage, especially God's kingdom marriages, is when he puts you guys together to do the work of the Lord. When you guys come together and make hell scream, you hear me, okay? <laughs> you're coming together and you're serving the purpose together, which is to help everyone or the ones that God called you to help. And you guys are serving God together. And so God said, you know what? I'm bringing two people together because I have a calling on their life. And I know both of them are going to need each other to do what I call them to do. And so until you shift your mindset and to know that I have to shift my mind to know that marriage is bigger than me. If you only have a mindset that you want marriage for selfish desires, you want marriage because you want to feel better. You want to 
not be lonely on no more. You're tired of sitting at home on Fridays. And these are just your main things. Or this person says all these things that make me feel so good about myself. Then you have to know that you're not ready for marriage yet because marriage is not about those fun things all the time. There's going to be times where you guys don't even like each other, but you still love each other, but you don't like each other. There's going to be times where you want to just leave this marriage. You feel like you want to call it quits. You're like, oh my God, we're never going to work. But that's when God comes in, in the center of your relationship. And when two people worship and honor God, you guys can work in the same accord and work in the same destination where God is trying to take you. If you are in a relationship with an unequally yoked, individual your relationship is going to fumble now it might look good now because you know you're still in the honeymoon stage you're still liking each other but when all those feelings go away and the real part of life and the reality part of life comes and the trials and tribulations are beating up your marriage and things are crumbling you are going to need god and it takes more than one person to call on god in a union both parties have to call on God to make this work. So with that being said, it is okay to be alone. It is a blessing to be alone. You heard it in his word. He said that you can be more close to me. And when you're more close to God, guess what happens? Blessings on top of blessings. And I'm not saying about married people. Married people have blessings on top of blessings too. We're just talking about singles right now. You are heading into the right direction what God is trying to do for you. Okay? so. The first part, which we already discussed about in that Bible verse, is you build your relationship up with God. So your purpose of your single season is the main one, which is building your relationship up with God. Is falling in love with God and yourself. Listen, you can't love God until you love yourself. And I know you're probably like, oops, hold up. No, you're supposed to love God before you love yourself. And you're absolutely right. God comes before your husband, your spouse, your wife your family, your dreams, your finances. God is the priority over everything and anybody over your life, right? But until you fully love yourself, you're not going to understand God's love because when God's telling you he loves you, you can't accept it because you don't accept yourself. When God is saying that I got you, you don't really believe it because you don't really believe in yourself. You have to find self-love in order to receive love. And that's kind of been our blockage in a lot of our areas in our life is because we truly don't believe in ourselves. There's people who believe in God, but don't believe in ourselves. You have to make sure that you are understanding and forgiving and loving and cherishing who you are as an individual. Because if God loves you unconditionally, you should love yourself unconditionally, right? So that is the main goal of being single with God is because he helps you find your purpose, your destiny, your careers, who you are, and you get to love yourself and love God more than anything in your single season. There's nothing like your single season. Work on yourself and work on your relationship with God. Number two, healing. Listen, there are so many people in relationships now that are bleeding pain, that are bleeding insecurities because you have not dealt with those insecurities when you were in your single season or you didn't give your time, give yourself time to deal with this, those traumas, that childhood abuse, or even being in an abusive relationship mentally, emotionally, and physically, right? 
you didn't have that opportunity to heal. You didn't have that opportunity to let go and remove um, and unlearn those bad behaviors, right? You're taking it into a whole nother relationship. So your single season is for you to heal. Give yourself time to heal. So that way, when you do get into your marriage, you can have a healthy, healthy relationship and marriage. And know your marriage is not going to be perfect just because you healed. Relationships is hard work. Just like it's hard work with your relationship with yourself. Just like it's hard work with your relationship with God. But it gets easier because then you've set boundaries for yourself. You set um, understanding and forgiveness for yourself. And you no longer beat yourself up when you make a mistake or when your partner makes a mistake. You can show your partner grace because you healed from that trauma. You're no longer making your partner have to be the prisoner for the last partner's mistakes. So healing is a great thing to do. Heal before you go into your next relationship. Number three, removing and detoxing everyone in your life that no longer serves you purpose. Some of us are hanging on to individuals who you know God told you to cut off, who you know that is draining you from your energy, who you know is not right for you. And you still are holding on maybe because you are afraid of being alone. Maybe you're afraid to hurt their feelings. Maybe you are afraid because you just don't know what your life will look like without them. And God is telling me to tell you who is listening today that it is time to let them go so the old can go out and the new can come in. Your spouse cannot come in until you remove all of those toxic people out of your life. They gotta go. Let them go. <laughs> okay. So number four, building your self-confidence. Helping your life get in order, right? And, you know, maybe you need to better your finances. Like, why get in a relationship if you are having, you don't have to be financially stable, but, you know, maybe you want to get in a place where, you know, your finances is not the main focus of your stress. Just that, right? Just getting in yourself in a habit of saving and, and making things work in your financial area. Maybe getting that new car that you wanted. Maybe opening up that new business that you wanted to start. Maybe pursuing that dream that you know that God called you to do. Maybe buying that new house that you've been wanting for years. There's a lot of things that God is trying to, you know, work with you in this season. So you have to build up your self-confidence, right? And if you don't build up your self-confidence, then you're going to lose in every area of your life because you are not confident from within. When somebody comes and says that you are not ever going to get married, you're supposed to have so much confidence where you laugh at them because what you said is it, it doesn't bother me because I know who I am and what I'm worthy of. It's just not my time right now. And I accepted that. That's what self-confidence is, is, is when people throw those negative things at you. Yeah, it might hurt your feelings because you're human, but you no longer accept those negative comments anymore. They just go over your head like, okay. Sorry, my hat keep getting messed up. <laughs> they just go over your head and you move forward. Like, mm, mm, that sounds like a, their problem, not my problem. You know, my faith is strong. I know what I'm going to get to. I just have to work on myself before I get it right. So, um, and number five is falling in love with yourself again or falling, yourself, falling in love with yourself, period. Ask yourself this and be serious. Like, really? 
tap into this answer, right? Have you really ever fell in love with yourself? Have you? Do you really know what unconditional love is to have for yourself? And I think a lot of us, a lot of us have not experienced that because unconditional love for yourself is different. It moves you in a different direction. Okay? So ask yourself, have you really gave your chance to fall in love with yourself in your single season? Right? Number six, isolation is for your elevation. Right before God is about to elevate you, he isolates you. Yeah, I like that, right? Right before God is about to elevate you, he isolates you. So if you are isolated right now, just know that God is working it out, that he's preparing you for your marriage, that he's preparing you for your calling and your destiny, and he's getting you equipped for what he has in store for you. And you're going to be healthy, whole, and happy. And you're going to thank God for bringing you your single season because you found you in your single season. Woo! Thank God for bringing you to your single season because you found you in your single season. Man, listen. And the last one, which we've been discussing this whole podcast, is preparing you for your spouse. He's preparing you for your spouse. A lot of us have been praying for a husband or a wife but has not been putting in the work to receive it. You can pray all day for anything, but if you don't take the step of faith and put in the actions behind it, you will be sitting on the couch waiting for years. Faith without works is dead. Put in the work for whatever you want. See, God wants us to do the physical work and God will do the spiritual work. God does behind the scenes. So if you ask God, if you are praying to God for that job, God can't come down here and type on your computer and put in the application. You got to do the physical part. You got to put in the application and then you give it to God and then God brings you the job and he opens up the door for opportunities. God somehow moves people in different directions or he puts in that, he softens that person's heart towards you and they start seeing different things that you're not even qualified for, but they know that you're qualified because you have an anointment on your life, okay? That dream that you've been praying for, you go out there and whatever that may look like, if you want to become a rapper, well, you got to start making music. You got to start putting your content out there. And then God will send somebody that's going to listen to your music and say, you know what? I want to sign them or um, we're going to um, create this book. And God said, I have a calling for you to be an author. Well, I have. you got to write the book first. And God will speak through you to write the book, but then you got to go publish the book and you got to make sure that everyone sees these books. You got to put it out there and maybe you put it out there, only two viewers see it, but then that's what God comes in. And so happen, so suddenly you get 60,000 views. That's what God does, right? So he has you started it and God finishes it. So that's what it's all about. He's preparing you not only for your spouse, but he's preparing you for your future, for your destiny, for yourself. He's doing, he's going to do all these amazing things for your life. And so your single season is preparation. Your single season is for preparation. So get prepared, get excited and get ready for what God is about to do for you in your life. I am so excited for everyone who is watching this podcast today because God is about to do some amazing things in your life. But I just need for you guys to continue to work on yourself and continue to listen to God and be obedient and pray and fast 
and just do all the things that God called us to do as his children. Yes, you're going to fall short. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you're going to sin. But that's not what God is looking at. God is looking for those who are still trying to push through their sin, still trying to push through the mistakes, still trying to learn and grow, still trying to not beat themselves up before what they did 10 years ago. God said, you're going to sin. He doesn't hate us. He hates the sin. And what he does is if you work with God, he'll work with you. If there's a sin that is hard that you're trying to battle with and you don't know how you're going to overcome it, you give it to God and God will help you overcome that sin. But you have to have an open heart. You got to be able to receive God. God doesn't come in any house that the door is not open and ready for him to come in. God is an at will God. So if you're one of those people who has been shutting God out, you have been shameful, you have been doubtful, you haven't really been believing in God, God is going to allow you to soak into those things until you let go those things go. And you say, God, I need you. And it's just that simple. All you have to say is, God, I need you. And God will come in and he'll work it out. Okay. So thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next episode. And it was definitely a pleasure. And I love every single one of you, all my dreamers. I love you guys. And you guys have a great day and week. Bye, guys.